Yo, this is Conan. You're listening to World of Wrestling Podcast with Tax and Rich. Boom. 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 Hello, everybody. Welcome to the World of Wrestling Podcast. My name is Rich, and as always, I'm joined by the voice of SCPW and OWE, <laughs> Tax Williams. Hey, buddy. How are you doing? I'm very well. Well, I say that. I've had fuck all sleep for the last three days because of my bastard child. <laughs> you know? Don't have kids. <laughs> I think this is the reason people watch wrestling, so they would not be attracted to the opposite sex, to therefore have sex, to have children. <laughs> Without sex, no children. And wrestling fans, we don't have sex. <laughs> Brutal. I certainly don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so today we are doing OWE Oriental Wrestling Entertainment Phase Six. I picked this card um, just because I thought it would be an interesting one to do, and there weren't loads of Dragon Gate names on it and stuff. Yeah, but we'll get into that in a second because we have an announcement to make. Well, one of many announcements <laughs> Which today. Which is becoming a thing. Next I week know. we've got nothing. It's going to be the shit. That's <laughs> all good, uh -huh. man. So I mean, just get straight on to yeah. it, shall we? This is our big announcement for today. We've got merch! Yeah! I just turned around over my shoulder just in case the Amazon man's come to deliver it. <laughs> <laughs> so, as we've said on a previous pod, this is produced and sold by Amazon, which is just amazing to me. Like, it's our design, but they're going to print it for us, send it out, everything else, okay? Uh, you'll get... I'll put it back on ours. Hold on. Oh, for those that are just listening, it's basically based on the old CM Punk t-shirt. So, you know, the white one with the kind of the lightning yeah. bolt going through the Chicago flag and back and red. It looks fucking cool. Like, I'm really chuffed his, with it. The mock-up of his best in the world t-shirt after he came back and re-signed with his ice cream bars. That's the one, man. I've got to say thank you to uh, Benita Doodles, who actually took my design and made it applicable for like a t-shirt. Because uh, I, I'm not very good at that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much. Check her out online. Benita Doodles. She does these amazing like lifelike drawings and she sells them to like family and friends and as presents and stuff. So yeah, go check out her stuff. But anyway, so with this t-shirt, you'll get this lovely box sold by Amazon. It's an Amazon thing, as you obviously know. And what you'll get inside it All is... All the big reveal. Make sure I do it the right way up this time. Banana, na, 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 na. A World of Wrestling podcast t shirt. <laughs> yeah. And it's a parody, so they can't sue us. <laughs> <laughs> you see, Tom. Yeah. You see, Tom. <laughs> Cheers, BWO, for inspiring this concept. Yeah, I mean, um, let's put this over. So you, it's, it's really, really nice quality t shirt. I'm going to be honest. Like, we did a few previous prints before yeah. with different companies, and they were crap. And so I'm really chuffed with the quality of this. Like the detail on all the distress stuff in here is like really, really good. And it's available not only on .co.uk, it's also available on Amazon.com as well. So We're going international. For our American friends out there. Yeah, I'm absolutely chuffed with it. Um, blah, 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 what else? So you can get it in men's, women's, and youth sizes, small to 3XL. So if you're a really big lad or a really small kid or whatever, you can buy these t-shirts and have it fit you perfectly is yeah. the idea what I will say as well and it says it on the Amazon advert as well these are a slightly snugger fit so it might be worth if you like a bit of a baggy t-shirt order one one size up just to make sure that you don't have your muffin top curls like I have in mine <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'm a bit of a fat cunt but uh, this one is an XL and it fit me really really nicely Perfect. so yeah I mean go get one you go to the website uh, waterwrestlingpodcast.com all the links are there in the top post they're also in the description of this YouTube video as well. So uh, there's a link to the US and the uh, UK one as well. And uh, there's also free postage. Yeah, so again, thanks very much to Amazon for having us. Yeah, you can even get this on Amazon Prime postage as well. Yeah. So if you want it within 24 hours, just go buy it now. <laughs> I'm just It's ridiculous. Uh, if, if for some reason you do go out and buy a t-shirt, we obviously encourage you to do so, because you know, thank you very much for supporting what we do. Absolutely. 
post a picture of it, send it to us at World of Rest Pod on Twitter. Use the hashtag new t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, we'll give you a shout out on the next show if you if you do buy a t-shirt from us. So thank you very much. Totally. And um, to, I mean, to be like you know, pretty typical about it, we are going to invest this money back into the podcast. We're going to buy like banners as backgrounds, like get better cameras and such and all sorts. So, you know, this will help us like improve the quality of the podcast. And when are we going to get those fucking ice cream bars? <laughs> <laughs> that may be next on the list. You never know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, there's also... Super Quiz Cup 2. Can he do that, Joey? (laughs) (laughs) In time for WrestleMania, the week, the sun, the Wednesday before WrestleMania, we'll be putting out the Super Quiz Cup 2. We're gonna have returning champions. Hey Also some number one contenders from the last pod and a new contender arrives as well. So oh my god, yeah. We're gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna be recording it this week and releasing it the Wednesday before WrestleMania in time, as we do for these big events every year, yeah, it seems I now. Can't so. Wait. Um the first Super Quiz Cup was really well received. Um everyone who listened to the audio only, so we're gonna try and uh Again, as we said, with extra funding, uh, we're going to try and branch out. There's going to be obviously audio. There's going to be video. That's the one. It could potentially be a massive cluster, but hopefully we'll pull it together. <laughs> and more importantly, um, for, for Rich's benefit, hopefully I don't win. So then he can actually take part in the next Quiz Cup. But obviously the competitive nature of me and Mr. Wicked, um, screw the other competitors. We're going <laughs> to fucking win. <laughs> Mate, it was so much fun last time. I had a really good time being a games master or whatever. I, I would love to compete in it, but I'm totally up for doing it all again. It's going to be really, really Yeah, great. I can't wait. And again, what better time for WrestleMania with a car taking shape? But we're not going to talk about WrestleMania. We'll get to that for another podcast. Absolutely. As you mentioned, we're going to be doing OWE. And because now I have mild links to, I mean, to the organization. If you missed it last week, Tax is doing the commentary for OWE on... Uh, Nothing else on else. TV. Thank you very much. There you go. So um, the first episode went live uh, last Saturday evening at prime awesome. time, 8pm UK time. It's killer, man. It's um, so cool. If you want to watch it, you can go to the Nothing Else on TV website and get your seven-day free trial and loads of other wrestling on there. And um, there's going to be some other big promotions joining Nothing Else on TV as well soon. So again, can't reveal who they are yet, but let's just say we're going to be going all the way to Mexico. Awesome. Cool. And we're going to go... You know how to- much we love Lucha. Oh, I bloody love Lucha. <laughs> and also, let's say something involved with a snowplow. Oh, interesting. There we go. Okay, cool. Um, but as we go bring OWE today, um, we know that they're going to be... Seema and two others are going to be taking on SCU at um, Double or Nothing. Yeah, the MGM the Grand. AEW show. Yep. Um, so currently on AEW, there's going to be a tournament to declare, to basically, and whoever wins the tournament are going to be Seamus Tag Partners. Do you mean for- OWE? OWE. You said AEW. It's oh, fine, shit. <laughs> Lots of vowels and Ws at the end. So OWE are going to be holding a tournament, and the winners of that tournament will be joining Seema to go to AEW for double or nothing to take on SCU. Yeah, it's going to be great, man. Yeah, so you'll be able to follow the coverage on um, Oriental Wrestling Entertainment and also on Nothing Else on TV. Absolutely brilliant. So let's get on to our show for today. We're doing Oriental Wrestling Entertainment's Phase 6 show. Now, do you know about the caliber of shows and where this fits in as such? Is this like a house show? Is this like a Raw? Is this a a pay-per-view sort of level? Because it's about an hour. Yeah, so basically the Phase shows are their weekly shows. So when they started actually having a, a form of TV deal, 
this is where they've been going. So phase one, phase two, phase three, four, phase six. I think Brilliant. we're up to about phase 10. So obviously they've only been doing sort of live event shows till then. Now the phase shows are supposed to be their new storyline stuff. Yeah. At the moment, they don't have a champion, but they're going to be building that in as well over the phases as well. Cool, excellent. At the moment, it's just essentially Team Wars. Nice. Which, uh, I can get into now if you so wish. Yeah, absolutely. Go so, for it, yeah. So if you are new to OWE, um, they're based in China. Which I think most of us are, at least. Yeah. You know? So, uh, yeah, ch- check me out, Expert, after one episode of OWA. I can <laughs> well, tell you all about this stuff. You know more than most people do because you've yeah. got the in and you've had the translations from the show as well, which yeah. is, none of us have had access to, you know, so that's really cool. So basically, they've obvi- they've got a couple of imports from Dragon Gate days, so that's why they've got people like Seema in there as well, and they're, they're, he's like their big star. Yeah. Um, but OWE, from their homegrown talent, is split into three separate teams to start with. Okay. So at present... The teams have seven wrestlers per team. There's Team O, there's Team W, and there's Team E. Oh, cool. Nice. Um, and over time, that's when they're going to be building in the championship belt. At the moment, there are seven members per team. Yeah. So there's 21 wrestlers on the active roster from their homegrown division, so to speak. And they've all, all got different colours, although it's a little bit difficult because some of the wrestlers who are supposed to be on different teams have different colours. So it makes it really confusing. Okay, well, that kind of builds into the storylines and such. I can yeah. see how that would work. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, long term, they are going to allow 50 members per team. Jesus, okay. And because they're basically investing in this so much, um, they're going to have upwards of 50 people at their training facility, training to be part of OWE. Um, and it's got full gyms, rings, it's got like a complete PC sort of feel to it for where they're training everyone up. Um, and basically identifying these guys has been a bit of a challenge without the translations so each team remains the same they've got on-screen graphics to represent their team so again it's like nwo wars basically yeah yeah um but also then they've got some outsiders from america who aren't part of the homegrown so that's how they all intermingle as they go through cool excellent man sounds exciting it sounds like from watching this show and hearing you talk about it and doing kind of the research i've done is that it sounds like they're really trying to establish what they would, if they were going to start a wrestling promotion in a country like a virgin country, as it gets referred to sometimes, like as has not really had yeah. professional wrestling before. Um, like, how would you do it? What would you change? How would you develop it? And they seem to have developed something really interesting. And she's not on this show, but um, on the show which I covered uh, last week on Nothing Else TV, um, Zayda Sheng was mm-hmm. on it, and she was the first Chinese wrestler to sign for WWE. Wow, okay. Um, and I sent her a message on Twitter, just basically to try and find out some of the backstory. And she's been really helpful, providing loads of info, providing loads of insights. And some of the English-speaking guys from OWE as well, I've messaged them, and they've been all very accommodating, very welcoming, giving me sort of things like their move sets as well. So awesome, yeah. They're all really in it for the team. And through what Zayda was saying, that it is a real team atmosphere. Everyone at these training centres, because obviously she's been to WWE, and I think she suffered a little bit from bullying because being a bit of an outsider, being so new it's to the rest of the world. It's a pretty competitive place yeah. to be, to be honest. You know? But it seems OW are very much a case of we push everyone at the same time. We're going to build everyone up. We're going to build our promotion for a year, two years, get everyone to the same level. And that's when you'll then start seeing those stars be born. Cool. Obviously, they've got their main stars at the moment. So a lot of the people, obviously, they refer to Seema, who's yeah. their, sort of the most well-known star there. But they're two top Chinese guys, a T-Hawk, and Da Ben, also known as Achilles Ben. Okay, T Hawk is actually Japanese. Oh, sorry. It's okay, <laughs> but it's fine. But, but sorry, as, 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 their, big, the as their top guys for the promotion. Because yeah. he's a Dragon Gate guy. That's yeah. how I know him. And uh, but Da Ben or Achilles Ben, yeah. as he's referred to various things like Da Ben, nice. and he refers to himself as Achilles Ben. He's put together. Cool. He, you can tell he's like he's been doing this for a while, but and traveling about, but 
So yeah, it's pretty good. Awesome, man. Right, should we jump into the yeah, show? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> okay, cool. So we open on a very cool animated logo of the company. It's very modern, kind of this cool glitchy graphic, kind of cyborg looking stuff. Like, really impressive. Like, as a video producer myself, like, I can tell the work that's gone into that. Yeah. And you can see my WrestleMania 2 ripoff for our <laughs> Super Quiz Cup. It's, it's definitely a level up from stuff I can produce, at least. So I'm very jealous. Yeah, they're, they're forward into the show, even before they go into their production video. It's, it's beautifully done Absolutely. really really good so i mean there's only so much information kind of easily available about this company yeah like i even struggled to find like a card listing for this particular show yeah and i mean it's not a big pay for you or anything so you can kind of understand that but one of the thoughts i did have about this was that i'd love for owe to employ someone almost to go to like cage match and wikipedia and all these pages and fill in the information so there's yeah. more information out there about the product you know so if you want to employ someone Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um so um one of the things i did learn was apparently skyder is one of the main trainers for yes. owe yep. who's a kind of mexican legend trained a lot of the shikara guys was there with quack and bush and unfortunately they had a falling out eventually so it's nice to see him out there training these young guys yeah and, you can really see his influence in the product. Definitely, definitely. Him and Seema particularly, like a lot of the people on this show particularly, um, definitely fit into that mold. Yeah, it's it's still, as I said, a developing brand, but you could very much tell there's traits yeah. from his training going through this. Absolutely. If you don't know who Seema is, he's the guy that basically owns and runs Dragon Gate. Uh, I don't know if he still owns it because he seems to be prioritizing OWE now. His Twitter's yeah. all OWE Seema and such. So Strong know. hearts. Yeah, totally. That's his faction <laughs> yeah. for Dragon Gate and such. <laughs> Um, so uh, let's just get into the straight opening package shall we? so we get an opening package uh, we cut to Michael our ring announcer Michael Knee in this beautiful oh, yes. navy blue suit like he looks amazing he is excellent on all the stuff I've seen yeah. so far he's doing, translating for English promos yeah. like doing Chinese stuff getting the crowd going he's absolutely brilliant so on the announcements he, again even if you're struggling with the translations when he's like ah at the end of it, so we sort of have that. Oh, these guys are the baddies. You can just tell already based on sort of just the light little tones in his voice. It's really, really good. I enjoy Michael Knee so far. What I've seen, brilliant. Considering this is like uh, in the future for your commentary, yeah. I imagine um, there's no English commentary on this at all. So it's all in Chinese. So we are kind of learning as we're going yeah. for sure and trying to assume a lot of the time. Ni hai. <laughs> How's your Chinese going? poor <laughs> <laughs> so um get amazing graphics great presentation like really really impressive like high quality production levels yeah um you can see there's quite a bit of money invested into this company already yeah did you find any more info about the backers of OWE? Uh, no not at all so again very little is known about who actually funds this i think okay. there is there is money there but no one seems to know or no one I couldn't find anything where this has come from. Interesting. Okay. Probably, you know, TV deals. Yeah, you'd imagine as much. There's probably a backer. You yeah. Know? It'd be really interesting to see where this goes in the future. But let's talk about the end yeah. of the pod, you know. <laughs> so we get highlights from the last few shows. I'm assuming these are the last five phases. Right. These these this video at the beginning is actually just the introduction video to give you the rules oh, okay. of OWE. So are you talking about the video package at the beginning before Michael Knee? Uh, or with the, the, the package after? After. Okay, sorry, yeah. Because the, okay. the one before is highlighting the rules, including the slightly obscure rules of tag wrestling. Okay. What's the rules of tag wrestling? Is um, it like Dragon Gate style? Yeah. A like lucha kind of, you don't necessarily have to tag. Yeah, you've got like a five count, but... Uh. Okay, there's, there's a thing whereby, with lucha rules at least, whereby if you are in control of your opponent, your tag team partner can then come into the ring, yeah. but their partner can't. Is that the That rule? is exactly it. Brilliant. I love this like idea. Like Lots of people think it's just kind of uh, tornado rules that anyone can get in the ring yeah. at any time, and it's not. No, you've got to have definitive control of the opposition. Exactly, yeah. It's 
classic lucha style really and it works it works for the the hybrid promotion yeah totally so lots of dragon guys dragon gate guys in this opening package um i kind of spotted um um, a few people susumo yokozuka yeah i saw like big ben i think was in there as well as a few other guys as well so you can see they've had people come across but the reason I picked this show particularly, after looking through a few cards and seeing what was available, was I wanted to find guys with names that I didn't know. You are in for some treats, my friend. And I think we've got some treats here, for sure. Absolute bangers. <laughs> okay, cool. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to see some of the Chinese commentary. and uh, Sorry, talent, basically. Yeah. Uh, on the subject of the Chinese commentary, it's nice. It's one male, one female commentator. Yeah, cool. On commentary, really nice. Really into it. Um, again, if you... Like we've said before about some of the Japanese shows, it doesn't offend you. It's quite calming to listen to it. You could tell which points are supposed to be getting excited. Yeah. And it's really good. I thought to start with, the women's voice particularly was a bit drolly and a bit cutting okay. at times. But um, I, throughout the show, I, I didn't find them frustrating or annoying in any way. And so, yeah, like, I'm yeah. generally very impressed. Right. So we're into the first match graphic. We've got Wolfgang versus the Instability Factor. The uh, Unstable Elements. Okay, but isn't the guy's name the Instability Factor? No. No? What's the guy's <laughs> name? He's wrestling. Are you talking about the long-haired chap? Yeah. Shun Shun. Shun Shun. Who okay, is also cool. known as Boiling Man. I think I've just found a bad translation here. <laughs> <laughs> but the other guy's called Wolfgang, yeah? Uh, who is fighting. He's the, he's the leader of... Uh, is Li Wei, who's the leader of Wolfgang. Okay, so these are the factions, obviously, yeah. that I've had. Okay, cool. That's annoying, because the factions aren't wrestling each other. It's the two dudes. So yeah. Whatever, it's all good. Um, the only, fine, only card list thing I could find for this was on YouTube, weird. Oh, really? Uh, there's a video of this on YouTube. And there's in the description, it had a few of the characters listed, so <laughs> whatever. This is not on Cage Match, oddly. No, no. I, I, as you said, looking to research this, and yeah. again, there are a couple of guys in here which took a while for me to locate who they were. Yeah, if you're, if you're trying to find these guys and you don't have English commentary or a match listing, you are going to struggle. Yeah. So uh, sign up to uh, Nothing Else on TV and see the English commentary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we cut to a, a pre-tape promo. I love how this is shot. It's shot like a TV show, yeah. like a drama. Like Lucha Underground. Yeah, is. absolutely brilliant. This is something I think uh, a lot more professional wrestling needs to include. You know? yeah. I thought Lucha Underground was always good, but a little on the ridiculous side. I mean, I think any show where you kill your characters yeah. is a little bit over the top. I didn't know they'd done that, to be honest. I've only seen bits and bobs. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Near the end of series one, someone gets kidnapped and murdered great cool <laughs> and that's how they write them out of the <laughs> wrestling fine awesome good old Queto. so in this video package this promo whatever we've got two lads in black who are called the unstable elements so you've got shun shun and dz cool uh, shun shun is called boiling man if you want the english so, and dz is also known as burner <laughs> excellent yeah. cool well, that, that, the gimmick works yeah. you know um they look kind of kind of like emo trendy kids almost yeah. you know to like an outsider uh, they seem to be relatively young lads who are relatively recently trained yeah the uh the story behind this so as you said they go to the the package and they're in some kind of office slash boardroom yeah now in the first episode of owe there is a different person in the boardroom which they visit and the two uh, unstable elements so Z, uh, dz and shun shun basically say you need to help us. My uncle is on the board. Okay. And basically, I the impression I get over time is the chap who's originally there gets sacked, and this guy is now the uncle of Unstable Elements. Oh, nice, cool. That sounds pretty decent. Sorry, I'm just I'm muting that. That should be working. Yep, good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, it's live. It's fine. Okay, cool. So I mean, this the guy they come across in this office kind of boss-looking fellow with a Beckham-style mohawk, yeah, Yakuza-esque. Yeah. So I believe for, in further phases he gets involved. Okay. And sort of these the unstable elements are 
losing and he's bringing shame on the business and right. on, on his family business so this guy comes in to whip him into shape okay cool awesome he's got an ak-12 behind him <laughs> on the wall and you're like oh shit he yeah. must be serious you wait till phase 10 <laughs> oh really okay cool cool so that's um, obviously a joke he doesn't kill anyone with oh, his gun <laughs> It's so, not Lucha Underground. I thought this lad was hilarious. His like facial expressions yeah. and stuff, really, really good, man. Really entertaining. I, I really just like immediately like, what is happening? This is great. I'm loving it. The thing I noticed as well in the in the first episode, DZ for some reason has a backpack. Okay, they just brings to the ring. He didn't have it for this show. Yeah. And it's like, did he wrestle with the backpack on? No, but he just okay. bought it in the ring. It was very delicate, but then just launched it across the ring. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I hope there's nothing important in that. <laughs> so, um. The unstable elements look kind of unhappy as they walk away. And uh, there's a dodgy cut as Boss Lad kind of in, it's, uh, basically focused on him. And he's kind of like ended the segment that just immediately cuts to a different shot of him still standing there. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'm not sure about that. But it, it's, uh, it's, it's a fast-paced narrative yeah. way of telling stories, you know. No bullshit flash cuts, you know. Yeah. And um, yeah, he basically uh, answers the phone and exhales at the end, <gasps> which is great. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut back to ringside and Michael announces the unstable elements. Yeah? Yep good stuff um they're quite obviously um kind of recently trained but yep. they, they seem very capable already yeah um i'd say young lucha style yeah um you're not going to get sort of too much chain from these guys and as we will see as we go through you don't get too much chain at all until you get to the main event yeah 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 true well on the match before as well oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's all good so um a woman comes into the ring to uh, to talk to michael uh, and talks about um blah, 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 um, I don't know what he's saying. So basically, a woman comes to the ring, whispers into the ear of the uh, announcer in the ring. Yeah. And we're like, oh, what's happening? Because I think it was meant to be someone came out and they changed it, maybe? Yeah. Okay, good stuff. So um, two lads come out in medieval, or well, three lads come out in medieval, furry, skin colored bra looking Mongolian type <laughs> gimmicks. Who are these guys? Right. So the main cap who they refer to continues are ah, from Mongolia. That's Yibo, who is Mongolian. And in my first translation, they said, Lots of Mongolian chops. Didn't hit one Mongolian chop the whole fucking thing. <laughs> okay. Um, the, there's a guy who looks like he's got some kind of Chris Brooks shoulder strap on. Skin colour bra. Yeah. yeah so that's uh, <laughs> that's Tank or also um, Sun Chashun. Okay, cool. Um, and then the leader is Li Wei, who is the guy who has like the... Uh, he comes out with like some kind of wolf clothing, so a wolf cloak over it. Nice, nice. Um, who was the first guy? Uh, so what? Um, Yibo, who I'm thinking of as Vampire Bowie. Yes, Vampire <laughs> with his Bowie lightning bolt on him. Yeah, yes, man, absolutely. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I love the effort into the gimmicks. Yeah, the they are fully invested in it. Yeah, totally. And they're very aware of the cameras. They've obviously been trained like focus on the camera when you muck around with the audience and try and get them into it or try and get them against you, whatever it yeah. may be. Like make sure you're seeing cameras and you're focusing on those and getting that TV elements out there, which is one of my frustration with American indie wrestling yeah. all the time people ignoring the cameras you know at this stage because obviously you've now had two different sets of entrance music could you easily identify who is a heel and who is a face uh, uh to an extent in that i think they need to work on it a bit more um because obviously i, I if i could understand chinese i'm sure it would be easier yeah. you know the vocals the uh the announcements whatever i'm gonna do a lot to putting that over but it wasn't difficult once the matches started getting going yeah. and you see the finishes and such like i definitely established who was healing who was face yeah and that was really impressive because again for talents you don't know and again as you said about sort of us and uk indies sometimes if you go to a show and you don't know the wrestlers yeah Unless there's a definitive crowd reaction either way when they make their entrance, you just don't know. Yeah, and it's I think spot after spot. Whereas this, it was constructed quite cleverly to be able to get over who was the heel and who was the face. There are still very much blurred lines I found in OWE. Yeah, where it's a case of 
what team do you support as opposed to are you heel are you face definitely so when the the three guys what's the name the wolf gang the wolf gang get into the ring they um immediately get some chance from people he tries to encourage those chance but then he starts to act more heelish afterwards yeah. and so you know they're they're doing it as i think it should be done if you're a professional wrestler right let's say it's completely legit okay of course it's legit <laughs> <laughs> still roast me damn it you get in the ring and someone cheers for you but you're a bad guy surely you would still like that yeah almost, you know like i know they're not meant to really like they're meant to try and get people to hate you if someone cheers you, like you'd be like, oh, yeah, I know I'm brilliant, you know, and then try and get them to boo you afterwards by doing dickish things, yeah. you know? It's a, it's a classic heel thing. The heel thinks they're always right. So if people are cheering, yeah. it's case of, yeah, I am right. Exactly, man. Um, so uh, one of the things I'm really impressed with is, uh, what's it, Michael? Michael Knee. Michael Knee. I'll try and remember that. Uh, he says, ladies and gentlemen, the Wolfgang. So he's doing half English announcement and half Chinese announcement, yeah. which I'm massively impressed with. It re- and again, it's really helpful for me. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this dude seems to be... Uh, a really important character for the promotion. He's going to help them get established more than just in Asia and China specifically. But did you see, I think he was at the um, Double or Nothing rally as well. Oh, okay. So I think he was part of their three-man team who came and did the segment of SCU. I can't be sure. I know I know Seema, I know the main president of OWE was there, but I think Michael Nee was there as well. Okay. Uh, I don't remember. So I've only watched it once. Okay. It live, so yeah, that's cool. Um so there's some kind of cool like howling for Wolfgang from the crowd and such that I really liked. Um, uh, they talk on the mic for a while as the uh, the unstable elements look on. Uh, our version has no sub has subtitles but not English ones. No, so obviously you've got the Chinese and Mandarin, so and, and different sort of oh, sort of t- okay. type, so different Chinese dialect as the translation down there. That's what I assumed. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. Okay, so um, there's some lovely ladies in the crowd and they cheer they cheer and tease the heels and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, they're really going for it. It's great. One girl even has like a miniature microphone, <laughs> yeah, megaphone yeah, thing. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is so much fun. Um, I did you know... notice like the armchairs for some of the seats at ringside? I didn't. I've, I've literally in the last match of the night as they're kind of going around. I was like, holy shit, they've got armchairs <laughs> at ringside. <laughs> Looks really comfortable. Lounge seats like at the cinema. That's I'd pay. Absolutely great. If I have to go to Raw, I'm definitely paying for a lounge seat. <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> so cool. Well, um, let's not Saudi it, but you know what I mean? <laughs> so, I mean, this opening segment where they're talking, I have no idea what they're saying, but I'm completely sold just through the characterization and the way they're delivering these lines. Yeah. My, my understanding of how the storyline's going is, again, that um, Unstable Element started with heels in the early phases and then turned face once their uncle became part of the born part of the storyline. Yeah. So then, as they're being bullied by their uncle, the fans are supposed to warm to them and essentially Wolfpack here sorry not Wolfpack Wolfgang that's a completely different wrestling organisation <laughs> <laughs> um, and Wolfgang are basically like ridiculing them for being under their uncle's thumb cool awesome good good storytelling really really solid so do you want to say the names of the guys in this match because I've just got the factions written down so uh, our opening contest is um, Shun Shun against Li Wei so Shun Shun is of the unstable elements long black hair uh, Li Wei is the guy who had the uh, wolf clothing on his way out to the ring. Okay. Shin Shin and Li Wei. I'll try to yeah. remember those names. Okay, so um, uh, we hear the commentators for the first time. We've already talked about them. So yeah, that's all good. Uh, I would say the ring looks amazing. The lighting is very, very impressive. The whole place is really well lit. Uh, the venue in general is quite small, but it looks so good on camera. They've got like these beautiful 
like sound elements at the top of the thing that look like kind of hexagonal or wooden shapes. Yeah, it's really, really nice. So every time the camera pans up, you're like, oh, look at this place. It's beautiful. It's what you want from small wrestling. So again, crowd-wise, you're probably looking about two, 300 people. I, th- I think maybe 200 people. 300 might be egging it a bit too There's like much two, there. three rows either side. Yeah. I didn't notice this until later on in the show, but there's actually a row of seats on the stage as well. Yeah. A few rows of seats. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. It's a nice stage idea. Season. And I like the fact that you've still got the stage that's really close to the ring. Yeah, I, I don't like the old WCW ramp that goes straight into the ring, but basically just having a barrier just to step directly into the ring, that's fine. I'm on board with that. Yeah, totally. And it's uh, something different. It looks it looks nice. You said the whole presentation really worked. It's obviously a very, very refined theatre sort of place. Yeah. You know, it has staging. It has very nice setup and everything. I imagine it'd be a very comfortable place to go and watch something like this. But if you think as well, it has to be set up, I think, theatre style because for a lot of the pageantry that they always have. So we've only seen the wrestling. Yeah, but as we'll see later in the show in some of the VTs, there's a lot more entertainment that goes on as part of an OWE show. For sure, man. So um, both these lads can go, but they're obviously a little inexperienced and kind of getting used to that. But that'll come with time, obviously. Yeah. Um, the what's it, the unstable elements. Yeah. Uh, it goes for a handshake, but then uh, the Wolfgang lad pal- pulls away and like, oh, is he meant to be heel? Is he meant to be face? I don't know. <laughs> um, it seems to be um, the, the uh, what's his name? Shun, Shun Shun is the Wolfgang. No, he's the. Oh, for God's uh, sake, Leeway. <laughs> Leeway. Leeway. Seems to be the more experienced of the two. Seems yeah. to be kind of dragging him through the match a little bit. I think as well that shows because that's why he's down as a faction leader for the Wolfgang. Yeah, makes sense. Then Absolutely. the other guys, so then um, then Tank and Yibo can learn from him. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, immediately I noticed the ref isn't wearing socks and it distracts me throughout the whole match. <laughs> I'm like, for fuck's sake, man, wear socks. The first thing I noticed was we had Shun Shun. I thought, well, they are some shiny red shoes you're wearing. <laughs> For sure, man. <laughs> Do you think it's a tribute to uh, Red Shoes? I mean, the, uh, um, knows that, yeah. on the subject of, so obviously we were very complimentary about the ring gear, wrestling boots for all the athletes in this show, bar a few of them. In the main event, there was a guy wearing fucking Adidas trainers. Oh, I like that. That's fine. Like, John Cena can get away with it, so can he? <laughs> no, no, he can't. <laughs> it's like everyone wearing flipping Lonsdales and uh, like, like wear at training. What's the uh, unstable elements land on the outside? Uh, DZ. So DZ, he's obviously a little wary of his surroundings. Yeah. Right? I think he needs to get used to it because he starts to try and get people to clap along and kind of gives up halfway through and you're like, nah, man, commit. Like, you know, people at uh, wrestling crowds. Yeah. Well, they start to do a slow clap. They realise no one's joining and they kind of go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> embarrassing is yeah. a little bit of that. And I've always thought that what you should do is just start clapping and just commit and be like, yes, I'm doing this by myself. Fuck you all. Because then it's funny. You know what I mean? Managers take notice. This is an important skill to learn. It's so minor, but like it really is just like, it just instantly makes you go like, oh, no one clapped along with you. <laughs> but again, as you said, it, it all goes down to the experience because none of these guys have obviously gone into this to be like, I want to be valets. A lot of these guys have yeah. strong kung fu backgrounds. They've learned professional wrestling. And now they're sitting there going, I've got to manage him. Yeah, and work out what to do and how to do it and such. Especially as a face manager. Anyway, being a face manager with experience is hard work. Cheers, Jose Lothario. The only good face manager there's ever been. Don't know who that is. The guy who managed uh, Shawn Michaels. Oh, I do know who that is. Yeah, okay, cool. (laughs) Awesome. Um, yeah, I'd agree with that. It's much easier to be a heel manager, I yeah, assume. Like, hands down. Traditionally, you think of like, um, Jimmy Hart's and all these people. you know. Grab a leg, boo, done. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, again, it's, uh, at least he was trying. This yeah. is the thing, isn't it? It, if, it failed miserably and should have committed. Yeah. But it's the inexperience which hopefully these guys will get used to. For sure. Absolutely, man. Um, so some really nice wrestling going on. Very kind of spot-to-spot, kind of rehearsed sort of stuff. But uh, really entertaining. Um, the unstable elements. Um, he does this amazing thing where he's going for this... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, sorry, I'm thinking of something else, sorry. So he puts on an arm scissors headlock thing, yeah. and the ref starts counting. <laughs> like, oh, you're an experienced dude, <laughs> you don't know what you're doing, really. <laughs> and uh, it's really funny. You can see both rest of the floor going, what are you, why are you counting? Like, your shoulders aren't even down or anything. <laughs> uh, brilliant little moment. But, you know, there's just these things of your yeah. motions. You see these little things, and... They're entertaining, they're silly, they're fun. Like, it's nothing too serious. He'll learn from his mistakes. At this stage, I was thinking, Brit Rest. Yeah, there's always <laughs> stuff like this Brit happening. Rest. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm, I'm just insanely impressed with the technical ability of these both lads in the ring. Yeah, their their timing is very, very good. And the yeah. speed of hitting and the exchange of strikes is really good in this opening match. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, as I said, the guys at ringside are giving it their best. Um, there's lots of stiff strikes and kind of gone the rows. There's some decent pops and such. Uh, I think they did really good. Uh, cause there's lots of what I'd refer to as like street fighter poses. Yeah. Like kung fu. Like they're kind of like, Rawr! like he's kind of bringing the elements of Raiden or something. Yeah. You know? And then doing a strike. And like the emphasis put onto everything. And they took off his hat and threw it and it sliced his arm off. <laughs> 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 Raiden style. So um, they, there's the get to the stiff slap the set shit out of each strike. Oh, Blah. mate. I'll say that again. They get to this let's slap the shit out of each other spot in the middle, which is stiff as anything. And that's the cue for the Wolfgang lags to attack the... Uh, attack DZ on the outside. DZ on the outside. And so I'm assuming, oh, here comes your finishing sequence because you know how this goes. <laughs> um, the lad on the outside is distracted. Um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Wolfgang lads land spinning Mishinoku driver thing. Yeah. Got names for this? or Spinning Mishinoku driver. Awesome, sweet. And then... <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, then some marks on the outside dart doing a this is awesome. At that stage, I thought, what's happened? <laughs> Where this did is, these guys I, come I, from? I was really enjoying the first 20 minutes of this show. <laughs> it's the only thing all night that I was just like, fuck's sake. They were also why? the same guys later in the show who were doing this. No, no, no. It's like, yeah. oh, you bellends. Obviously wrestling fans yeah. trying to do what they think is meant to happen at a wrestling show. And so I wonder whether they're maybe trainees. Ah, uh, possibly. Well, no, because the trainee's wearing the uh, black and red OWE jackets at ringside, which are banging jackets. I would love one of those. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, it's a long so way to go to train. This is going <laughs> to talk about my first experience going to an ROH show live. Went to the first ROH show live uh, shows in Liverpool. And like me and my friend Adam drove all the way up to Liverpool and back in a day. Ugh. We went via Wales because we missed the turning. <laughs> it was terrible. But we were sitting in the back of three rows, kind of on the sides of the, uh, you know, uh, Liverpool Olympia, the yes. WWE runner yeah. there. So we're on the right-hand side, tucked in the back. It was Joe's last ROH match. That's why we made nice. the effort to go up for the day. It was amazing. But um, I started to notice there was a guy behind me who would just walk around, just kind of start clapping occasionally <laughs> <laughs> like oh i see how this works like i'm learning so i wondered whether they yeah. were plant claps yeah exactly but who knows it's all good so there's an inverted burning hammer by lee leeway leeway thank you very much <laughs> and a 360 pump kick and he hits the kick while he's still in oh, the mate, air it's so like, good holy shit that's awesome for the one two three and your winner Leeway. Thank you very much. And a really, really fun opener. Dominant Wolfgang faction. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, I felt like at times the crowd didn't quite understand what they were seeing almost. Yeah. So it's really interesting to me to see not only wrestlers and announcers, commentators, promoters learning how to put the product out there, but also a crowd learning how they're meant to interact and what they're meant to see and how the story's told and such. Because I suppose as well, as you said, a lot a lot of the influence of this promotion have come down from Dragon Gate. So a lot of what these guys may have watched before is, oh, if you want to watch OWE, have a watch of Dragon Gate. And as we've discussed in previous shows, the respectful nature of the Japanese fans getting 
um, in, into the matches, but not over like, oh my god, look at that 360 mission local driver that he kicked out of. Never kick out. Um, <laughs> I can't disagree with that. Yeah, no one should kick out the mission oku. It was such uh, a 370 spinny yeah. one. Yeah, but. I think that's part of it as well, as you said. They don't know if it's a case of... We've touched on the two fans who th- clearly watch like the Western promotions and yeah, feel they've got yeah. to do these chants. Uh-huh. And then you've got some of the guys who watch more of, a sort of the, the, the promotions in the East who then say, wow, this is very talented. This is top-level uh, sports and entertainment. For sure. And again, I wonder if they... Because when it was originally going to be like a Kung Fu sort of organisation, I wonder if they've come in thinking, this is not Kung Fu. Yeah, maybe so, man. Like... I would say in, in terms of the uh, the crowd and such, there's a lot of women at ringside making a lot of noise and really trying to get into it and have a lot of fun and yeah. such, which uh, really adds to the atmosphere. I'd the say. OWE wags. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <There you> go, <laughs> so we jump into our next match. We've got a match graphic for Jay Cafe versus Torito. I don't think we can say his last name. <laughs> uh, we can. We can. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's just let me get there. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So <laughs> we cut to a promo uh, with Torito who has a masked white and gold with black horns and stuff. It looks incredible. Really nice mask. And a lovely lady sitting at a conference table. Do you know who the lady is? Uh, Mrs. Yamaguchi. Okay. <laughs> What's her role in this? Uh, I, I, that was my joke from Kai and Tai. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry it is inoffensive. Wee! <laughs> Straight over my um, head. But no, she's basically, her role is like a mediator and a manager okay, of, cool. of, of Mohawk. That makes sense for this, because Jay Cafe walks in the ring and he's talking English. We're like, oh, I can understand something. Cool, this is something we can talk about. Uh, he's asked to be paid well. He wants a pay rise, and he ta- he's obviously meant to be the heel here. Yeah. Um, the lovely lady announces a contract match between the two, and Jay tells us in English, thanks, mate, you know, really appreciate it, just translating what's going to happen here so we know what's yeah. going on. Uh, Jay will send Torito back to Mexico. Uh, Jay's this... Who hasn't done it? Why hasn't there been a hipster gimmick yet? Because this is great. I really enjoy that. It's just the first introduction to this guy walking in with a coffee cup, Jay Cafe. <laughs> and that, at that stage, I was like, oh, this is going to be really good. It's really It's going to be really man. smart. So he's got slicked backed hair and NHS style black rim glasses, much like yours and much like mine that I never wear. Because <laughs> okay, we're fucking hipsters. Uh, I'm blind. That's why I wear mine. <laughs> a V neck sweater. Lovely V neck sweater you got on there. <laughs> <laughs> I've come from the office. <laughs> and he's carrying a coffee cup, obviously, everywhere he goes, because he's Jay Cafe. So, so out comes his opponent for the next... Um, so out comes uh, Jay for his match. Well, my cat's having an asthma attack. I think she's okay, but like, I just carry on, don't worry. Um, so Jay Cafe comes out. Uh, and I really liked his, his, his I really liked his trunks as well. His like his biker shorts, the little like cafe on the side of it, and his little extra like tassel. Really nice. For sure, man. And uh, out comes his opponent. Torito, and his last name is spelt N-E-G-R-O, which is obviously Spanish for black, okay? So he's the black bull is the idea. But because of the Chinese <laughs> accent on the commentary, it's announced like this. Torito I could not stop laughing. Oh, like, watch this. Okay, I've got the clip. We're actually going to broadcast this. I'm sorry for stealing your footage, but fucking hell, this is too good to miss. Watch Jay Cafe's reaction. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Torito Negro. It's fucking hilarious. It's so funny because it's so innocent, and they obviously have no idea what they're saying. But to us, it's like, 
Oh, you emphasized the I. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. Absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Oh, I could not stop laughing because I felt it coming the whole time. And I was like, nah, they're not going to do it, are they? Not, nah, they'll say, nag, it'll be fine. <laughs> but that eye like, oh, I couldn't stop laughing. Oh, I, love, I love a bit of accidental <gasps> casual racism on a podcast. Oh, the sheriff is a nag. <laughs> so funny. I also didn't know that Michael <gasps> Nee wrote um, Booker T's promos for Hogan. <laughs> oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> So um, I'm, or, I'm just going to call him Torito from yeah. <laughs> When I was trying to find some background stuff on Torito, the, the best thing was when I Googled it, the first thing that came up with was El Torito, uh, the little bull. And of I was course, like, yeah. oh, this isn't going to help me. Oh, I tried so hard to find information and where he wrestled and such, but you Google Torito, anything like this, and it just comes up with WWE stuff. Good old Torito Black. Oh, my God. I couldn't stop laughing just jk jcafe's facial expression on that was just the best thing ever <laughs> i've literally watched this clip 50 times <laughs> since i clipped it out i've been watching it over <laughs> every like few hours i'd be like oh, i'll just watch it again it's <laughs> so funny oh god i'm pretty sure after just showing that oh, i'm god. now going to be fired from <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, it's my doing don't worry so um Torito has an amazingly cool mask as oh, you saw in so the clip. Good. It looks gorgeous. It's kind of sparkly as well. Like, I'm Mask Mark and I need this in my life. Right? So the commentators keep using Torito's last name and I keep laughing every time they do. I just can't handle this. It's so funny. So we get into the match and there's some lucha, lucha, lucha yeah. chance. And for more than just the th- few kind of like guys we think are plants or whatever, you know, uh, let's call them Western. Western Man. supporters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the match is really good. I can't stop laughing every time the commentator <laughs> mentioned his name. Uh, Torito does a tope and poses for the crowd. And there's a lad right in front of him who's sending a text message and won't look up. And I'm like, Oi, I would have slapped you in the face. But yeah, I don't know. It's funny. I I really like this. A di- really different pacing to the first match as well. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about it. And, um, and, and JKFA was really impressive. I couldn't find, again, anything about this guy's indie background at all. Me neither. I, I wondered whether he was um, a masked guy on the US Indies or something. Possibly. Because he seems to have a lot of experience. He's very, very good. He's very crisp, isn't he, in his yeah. moves? Like working, the promo he cuts and everything. Like his moves, his, like, his timing of everything is really outstanding. Attention to detail well. was really good as well. I, even yeah. from his ring entrance where he was like, step, 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 sip on the coffee cup, step, 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 go and lead in the ring. Lean back out, sip on the coffee cup. Yeah. Got a gimmick that's so simple. It's a coffee cup and it's over with me. It's brilliant. It really, really worked for me. Absolutely. So there's a moment when Cafe is selling on the floor in the ring. As Torito comes in and Cafe does a drop toe hold from a lying down position. I'm like, oh, let me mark out over that for five minutes. That's amazing. Like really cool little like thought out yeah. spots and such. Like really smart. Um, not dangerous in any way, but just clever and interesting. Yeah. And you know, Innovative was what I wrote in my notes. For four, yeah. for sure, yeah. So uh, Cafe goes after the mask, trying to get himself Actually over to yeah. and such. Absolutely. Um, I've got to say, Torito as well is a really solid lucha wrestler. Yeah. Like, we've watched quite a bit of lucha over the years. And, like, this is, um, you see a lot of botching and stuff. I can't say, I will say it right now. There was not a single real botch on this show. No, not at all. There's I said, I think. Sloppy elements in the main, maybe. Sloppy rather than botching. Yeah, like as inexperienced rather than we massively screwed this up, you know? Yeah, and I think you find this more with OW for what I've seen so far with the multi man matches. There's yeah. a lot more sloppiness in the multi man, whereas the one on one stuff is 
really quite impressive for a new promotion. Absolutely, man. And like uh, these guys can't be recent trainees, can they? I don't think so. I just I think JKFA must have had some indie experience in the US. How about his tag team? <laughs> the partner of the ring. <laughs> Sorry. Um uh so uh brrr, Jay gets the better of Torito and throws him back in the ring. Uh Cafe stands on the outside and refuses to get back into the ring. The ref counts to ten, and that is it. A winner via count out, kind of a weird count out yeah. is because <laughs> I'm not saying that. So there we go. <laughs> I mean, what a great solid little match. Yeah, I, this this would not look out of place in any promotion. I don't Ooh. think you didn't need to know the characters. They told a story in there, and what was really nice having uh, JKFA being able to do his promo in English at the end. We now understand why he did what he did. For sure. So Jay's on the mic of the post-match. He says, I'm Jack Jay Cafe and I've got something to say. Right nice. Yes. Yay. Um, he's really got this gimmick down, as we've said before. So Jay cuts the promo, uh, putting himself over as uh, Michael translates the ringside, our ring announcer. Does a really good job. Uh, Jay says he's not big or strong, but he's the smartest man in the ring. Cut to wrestling nerds and doing the Ray Ray mask as well. Yep. <laughs> doing a, no, no, no. And you're like, okay, cool. You get it. Um, Jay says he's bigger than OWE. For the OWE, the coffee pot is finally empty and walks away. Interesting. Yeah. Don't know what's happening here, which makes me want to watch more. Which then leads back into, uh, in future phases, his issues with Mohawk. Okay, cool. As in T-Hawk? No, Mohawk. Okay, different, because um, T-Hawk used to be called Mohawk TT yeah. back in the day when he did the Lucha stuff as well. Uh, it's so. a different one by, by through, what, through my translations I've been told. Okay, cool. It's all good, man. So, Although, then- in fairness, my first translation called T-Hawk, T-H-A-K! <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we cut into a new video. This is very fast paced, this show. Yeah. This but you've got a lot to get in an hour. Yeah. And I think they're, they're gen for their phase. They want four matches per show. It's a positive. Yeah. Trust me, definitely it's a positive. Like the way they give the guys time in the ring, but then the stuff in between, they're like, bang, 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 bang. Here's the next match. Yeah. Give me that all the time, please. Didn't seem like Absolutely. an hour when we watched this. No, not at all. Felt really pacey yeah. and really interesting. We've watched shows that have been 45 minutes, like last week with the Rinker King stuff, which felt like four hours. Oh, like it was yeah. so bad. When you compare these two promotions, they've got a lot of elements which are kind of similar in that countries that maybe haven't had professional wrestling in the past, decent investors coming in, and it's the difference between having someone like Seema and Skyder at the top of your promotion running things and controlling it and Jeff Jarrett at your promotion. You know what I mean? Well, it's a good thing he's not on WWE Creative now. Indeed. Oh, Is he? Yeah. Jarrett? Yeah. Oh, God damn. And uh, just as a quick side note, for all the TNA bashing back in the day, oh, all they've done is sign WWE, guys. Fuck me. If you look at the list of people that WWE have now had from TNA, mm. good God. And it's in now the same t- element. WWE have got everyone now. So, like, you know, apart from the people they couldn't buy for the OW, um, AEW yeah, stuff. They don't have Kenny Omega. Yeah. It's so interesting. I was thinking about that this week. Like, we won't go on WWE too much. But how Vince's, Vince's money couldn't get Kenny Omega, couldn't get the Young Bucks, couldn't even get Adam Page for fuck's sake, yeah. you know? Like, they must be paying some serious money for AEW, but... And at this stage, I keep thinking, because, you know, it's slightly linked to OWE. Yeah. What the fuck did Marty Skull do signing with Ring of Honor? Uh, you can see, like, when he signed, it seemed like the right thing to do at the time, and you know he's going to AEW as soon as his yeah. contract runs out. 
PCO won't be. No, no, no. Imagine <laughs> like, well, you never know, man. He's over. I, I constantly see his name on social media and stuff. Yeah, normally me going, PCO, he's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut to a video package of the OWE in a much bigger venue with massive displays of dancing, like there's tens of people kind of dancing and such. Um, I'm starting to wonder whether this phase six I picked was like a house show or something, but we've talked about that. Yeah. It's like a TV show regular thing. So, I mean, this video package looks incredible. Some of the stuff. So there's a part in this video, and again, they show this on each of the phases, their, yeah. their hype video. One of the Chinese wrestlers, uh, Wang Yi, he's the chap who jumps over 15 people wow. on the stage. So they're, they're, there's 15 people laying down in their OWE. So I think they're the trainee guys who come out cool. and they launch it over. They've got performances from K-pop bands during it as well and, and, and J-pop all coming down into it as well. It's Oh, it's so good. That's really cool stuff happening. Like, we need to do one of these bigger shows yeah. soon, you know. Yeah especially with the, your interest in it and um, your um, participation in it, you know, doing the commentary and such. I definitely think it's something we can continue yeah, to oh, look well, at. Yeah, I'll shout it out. Okay, so, run away! Here come the Mongols! <laughs> <laughs> so, two big fat lads come out in Mongol, Mongol, Mongolian warrior gear. Uh, one has awesome giant red horns on his helmet, which I'm immediately like, oh, this is cool. Um, I started immediately thinking about the historical thing of the mongols invading down through china through yeah. asia into europe and such assuming these guys would be the heels but then as they start to talk and do their promo and such you realize they're kind of like comedy yeah. strong style guys almost this is what i'd look at if you look at dino you look at cabana this is the sort of level these guys are pitched at. i'd say okay cool not not probably not as dino-esque as they would be cabana-esque in the uh which dino are you thinking of dino ddt oh dino. that good i was thinking um Bravo. No. <laughs> British wrestler, Dino. High-flying like guy who does all the crazy spots and stuff. Oh, I've lost Dean, me. Dean, 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 Dean. Wow, I'll, I'll think of it at some point. Okay. It's all good. So, um, but yeah, so I, I assume there's going to be some sort of like big heel Mongolian gimmicks and they're just not at all. No, <laughs> they're not really at all. entertaining. Did you catch the names of these guys? I didn't. Go ahead. Okay, so the chat with the horns was Red Bull, which is... um. Is uh oh sorry I've got my translation wrong. Uh, Sun Siu. Okay, cool. Uh, which we'll call Red Bull. That's fine. I wonder whether they copyrighted that name. But like, you know. And uh, and the other chap is called Big Head. Oh really? And uh, <laughs> his name is very different. He's the one I dreaded coming up on any commentary when I was looking down their roster. Okay. But it was um, Waljimuran. Uh, that's where is it at the top? Uh, just that one there below where I said hype video. <laughs> Big head, Wuljimuran. Wul- Wuljimuran. Yeah, in, in terms of like... Um, and Song Siu. I don't know. I know with Japanese, it's like uh, the syllables of each name are completely um, the same length yeah. every time. So it's like arigato, not arigato, like we would pronounce yeah. it, you know. Ah, big so, head. Yeah, probably like, you know, the same, like it's it's individual consonant with uh, vowel all the way through, you know. Yeah. So I think you've got it. It no. sounded right to me. Yeah. <laughs> we'll learn this more and more as we go. Big head and Red Bull. <laughs> he gives you wings. <laughs> Um, so um, so we're all on the mic uh, before the opponents come out and it seems like they're being a bit silly and I'm getting very confused about what's happening to be totally honest but in a good way you know I'm interested um, it goes under the ring and grabs a bunch of torches or flashlights if you're a yank okay and I'm like what is happening here this is very confusing and then a Shaolin monk enters with a tiny cake on a disproportioned trolley with his mate uh, and happy birthday is playing over the top. It must be like Red Bull or Big Head's birthday, right? Uh, it's it was uh, they actually had the cake for uh, Shaolin's birthday. Oh, Shaolin Monk's birthday. Yeah, is his name just Shaolin? Uh, they call him Shaolin Monk, and he's actually uh, Zhao Yilong. Okay, awesome, cool, cool. So, um, 
Who's his kind of skinny, pretty looking friend? Oh, that's Wang Yin. He's the chap who did the jump over the 15 people in the hype video. Because he is really impressive in the yeah. match that's coming up. But right now, we've got kind of silly promo levels going on. So they've wheeled out this cake onto the stage. At this stage, did you go, cake? Hmm. <laughs> From my WWE lo- lifestyle, there's no way this is going to be cut up and distributed evenly. We all know what happens when a cake comes into professional wrestling. Everyone loves a cake spot. <laughs> Everyone loves cake. <laughs> Literally, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Oh, wait a tick. This is where I noticed that there's um the, the chairs on the staging because it's yeah. lit up and they're showing it. I'm like, oh, that would be a great place to sit to watch this show, but whatever. So Shaolin Monk interrupts the proceedings. A shoving match starts to become between the two, um, Shaolin and... Oh, Wang Yi. Wang Yi. Between Big Head? Yeah, Big Head and Red Lion. Good, I'm getting the names down. Awesome. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry Big Head and Red Bull. Red Bull, sorry. Yeah, yeah not Red one. Lion. So He comes out later. <laughs> who is it that they're shoving? Um, so they are shoving uh, they're shoving Big Head Big Head because Red Bull's the one with the horns, horns obviously. Yeah. so Big Head goes then face first into Yay! the cake <laughs> and it looks like the cake is made of cocaine because powder just goes boom everywhere I love a comedy cake it looks great like this is really well set up it's obviously flour or icing sugar or something yeah. to make it like stick to his face it looks like he's been antiqued you know like in Jackass yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it looks so funny man and the reaction was brilliant yeah absolutely brilliant. all four of them did a great yeah job of selling this and the crowd were into it considering we have no idea what the, well, i had no idea what they were saying at least you know like they, they put this over so yeah. brilliantly like um, yeah i had a great time so um so they get a bit angry the mongolian lads and they're like let's have an impromptu match ecw style and so we jump into it can match. you do that joey <laughs> <laughs> so the commentators do a really good job of uh laughing it up on commentary and making like you know they're having a good time also the uh announcer michael and both the tag teams are all pissing themselves laughing at what's been <laughs> happening so yeah really really fun time so wang yin and shaolin are actually an established tag team cool in OWE. their tag team name is uh shaolin shaoluhan Excellent. Um, on the first episode I did, they split up. Ah. Because uh, Shaolin was all about trying his best, and Wang Yi was like, "I can't. You keep losing. You keep losing." Damn and then son. they walked up, but evidently they have reconciled. It seems like it. Yeah. I mean, we're probably spoiling stuff for you here. Like <laughs> you've got four episodes to go until you get to this one. That's fine. It's all good, man. Um, so, so we picked this show ages ago, by the yeah. way. Like, if we'd have realised... This was before the announcement of the OWE deal. Way before. So um, really, really solid chain wrestling to start with. Into some kind of really nice lucha spots. Kind of the traditional Skyder, kind of drop down arm drag. This sort of stuff. Like really, really fun. Um, uh, Red Bull uh, and the Shaolin Monk lad tag in. And I'm like, okay, here we go. These are two lads I'm really looking forward to seeing. Because they seem agile. And yeah. especially the Shaolin Monk style. He looks incredible. I mean, even Red Bull for being a bigger... Yeah. bigger chap he's really sure. really agile you can see him moving around the ring before the match you're like it looks like this dude's gonna be able to go yeah. like, he seems really confident as well which is a big thing for professional wrestling at first when I saw him with his his uh, bull horns though I did think yeah. are you out of Takeshi's castle <laughs> <laughs> yes fuck yeah because that's the sort of thing the guys in that would wear oh for sure man so Shaolin Monk guy when he's doing the whole double punch grab the fist swing around like and the ripple goes I big lad no sell <laughs> Fucking great, man. Really different. Yeah. Interesting. I've never seen someone in a professional wrestling with a Shaolin Monk sort of style of striking. Yeah. And he, he's the only one who used that as his gimmick, unsurprisingly, because yeah. obviously you can't have everyone doing that as their gimmick. Throughout. We need to keep him unique. He's yeah. something special. Um, 
in previous videos I've seen of him, he also does a few comedy bits. So obviously he's done the cake bit here. But he also goes around hitting people with stunners. Oh, really? <laughs> which is brilliant. He seems like he's having a great time. Yeah. He's laughing and smiling on the outside of the ring. Like, And when he gets in the ring, he starts to be very serious and... There's a few spots we're going to talk about in a second. It's really entertaining. In the episode I covered for for week one, yeah. um, there's a spot where he's in a tag and they're, they're wrestling unstable elements. Yeah. And he's on the outside of the ring, clearly knackered. And they just cut to him. He's opened a bottle. And he's just having a drink. <laughs> and he looks knackered. <laughs> and then he just shuts the bottle and sort of gets back on the side of the apron. It's like, oh, God. There's, there's a real like innocent vibe to this yeah. guy. You know, I think he's top face, potentially. I think so, yeah. Yeah, it feels like they're going that direction. And I would not blame them. Whenever I've seen clips or people talking about OWE kind of outside of watching this show or like beforehand, there's randomness, social media and such, it was always him featured. Yeah. And I think there's good reason behind that. Yeah, I think I think the, the general, as you've probably said online as well, the general feedback is this is the guy they're going to build. I wouldn't be surprised as long as they can sort out visa issues that he's going to be one of Seamus Tech Partners at Double or Nothing, I'd say. I suspect as much. We'll, we'll see, I guess. Um, so the match is really, really fun. Like, really fun i'm having such a good time watching this at this point uh, and i'm really bitter about most pro wrestling yeah, so yeah. for them to be like getting me in this much i have no idea what they're saying i kind of understand the gimmicks a little bit obviously because they're very well put together uh, i'm just so impressed good story funny solid wrestling i describe times, this purely as theater yeah, this this really is you because sure. obviously you know, a lot of is sports entertainment so you've got the storylines to drive it but this is i'd liken it let's you know, not talk about current storylines but carry well, on. There, there aren't any. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. Cheers, Jeff. Cheers, I, Abyss. I watched Farsight this week and had to stop watching a few times to go watch the hockey because I was so fucking furious at some of the booking. I, I, just, I just haven't watched it. But I said, it's, it's, so it, it's like... It's like if you go and watch opera. It's yeah. en- mm. You don't really know what's going on, but people would find it entertaining. Yeah, I'd understand that, for sure. So, um... Let's just no, he wasn't there that so, week. <laughs> hot, hot tags, <laughs> and we get into kind of like high spot, fast paced Dragon Gate style of wrestling, where they're just going full, full speed, full spots, like really, really, good really stuff. difficult to follow because there was so much going on. For sure, man. So, um, what's the skinny flippy lad? Uh, Wang Yim. Wang Yim sits a Sasuke special, and the announcers call it as well. And I'm like, let's go, boy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm all about the Sasuke specials. And then, holy shit. Shaolin Monk just did a double backflip and another backflip out to the outside of the ring at breakneck speed. Like, if he misses this, he's dead. Yeah. Like, it's incredible to see. I mean, you've seen some people do sort of top rope planches and stuff like that, but this is another he's level. Like, bang, bang, flip. And you're like, whoa, there we go. If, if you're interested in watching some of this stuff back, and obviously the show's only an hour and five minutes, yeah. it's on YouTube, phase six. Go and have a watch of it. But if you're only going to watch one wrestling thing outside of what you normally watch, go and track down this spot from Shaolin Monk. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, absolutely. Some of the stuff this dude can do is incredible, man. I would also then watch Torito. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. I'm not going to press it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, can we please book these lads everywhere now? I'd love to see these guys in Dragon Gate, maybe like a few other Japanese promotions across the West. You know, I'd love to see, as we talked about, these guys yeah. from EW and such. I-, I think we'll see more of their sort of talent exchanges because I can't remember. I've read it somewhere. I think they've done a- an agreement with a Mexican promotion as well. Okay, cool. where they're going to be going and doing AAA. things. Oh, is it AAA? Well, AEW have done a deal with AAA. So oh no, but imagine. OWE have done a deal with a Mexican promotion. Okay, cool. I wonder whether it is Triple A just because of the connection between the three. Possibly. We'll see. It seems to be... Hey, Conan. <laughs> yeah, hey, boy, he has again. So um, one of the Mongolian lads 
jumps on the back of the other Mongolian lad. Oh, this is so good. And they do a splash together. And I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. It's I call really, really this a cuddle splash. <laughs> <laughs> so then they jump up to the second rope, Brett's rope, and they do the same thing onto the, the Shao. What's his name? Um, Wang Yi. Wang Yi, thank you very much. For the one, two, three. And your winners are... Mongolian lads, we call them that? Yep. Okay. <laughs> big, big head and Red Bull. I've got written down Humhaji. Is that a thing? Possibly. That I didn't people? find it anywhere okay. on my bits. I think my translations on this card were absolutely terrible. But or I've been duped by the translators. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but the, um, just to get put this into perspective, so this cuddle slam. Imagine you're giving someone a piggyback and then you just both front splash onto someone. <laughs> That's how you But off Brett's rope, off the middle rope. For sure, yeah. And and they landed it. They committed. The guy on the back for two big kind of fat lads or whatever. This yeah. is the kind of spot I want to see. Really them liked it. Can you imagine like earthquake and typhoon or something? Oh my god, so good. <laughs> it was so. Much I want. Fun. I want anyone on like the UK Indies to see this and just bring this in as one of your own. If you're slightly Definitely. rounder. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe we should go and do this as a tag move. <laughs> Well, I was thinking that I, I do lots of uh, commentating and talking about professional wrestling. I do need to at least take a few bumps in the ring, you know. I wonder whether uh, Mr. Wicked would uh, we are, throw me around the ring for an afternoon. We, you know? can, we can definitely book that in. Okay. And when we'll film it for the pod. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny, yeah. So now we've committed to it. At some point, we're going to get you in the ring and we're going to film it for the pod. <laughs> sake, yes, done. done. That's a good thing about having okay. live podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, this match is everything i love about professional wrestling the, the so far at this stage the, as you said it's, it's flowed really well and it's just fun yeah i think after watching rinka king delving into it just listening to what's happened in we wwe watch- i was like oh this is dog shit but yeah. then to watch something like this it was like oh this is really nice we watch a lot of shit on this podcast and some really really good stuff and this was by far one of the most entertaining things yeah i agree so i can highly recommend this product already so, um, again, funny... with English commentary, <laughs> for sure, man, <laughs> on nothing else on TV. So funny, really entertaining, solid story, good spots, great characters. What more can you ask for? Yeah, really, really good. And again, establish this guy's heel and face dynamic. Although, yeah, or, totally. well, is a heel and face dynamic? But in a comedy manner. Comedy manner, yeah. Which is what I love about pro wrestling. I love comedy baddies. Like, I love great wrestling. Like, you know, you take Volta and Zack Sabre and have that match and I'm all over it, but the thing I love and entertain and think about the most of pro wrestling is the comedy stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. It's totally I was me. thoroughly, inverted commas, sports entertained yeah. by this. We're very high on the cornet meter at times with this match. But you know, Shit. <laughs> it's worth it. Not Joey Ryan high on the corn- yeah. cornet meter, but you know, it's there. So again, we immediately cut to a pre-tape. Um, a long-haired man who we learn is giant spirit one of the big lads they're trying to get over is running and seems to hide behind a door considering the character we see later i wasn't sure whether this is the way i would put him over for immediately now it's a quick question to not be overly controversial here go ahead are you sure this was the same guy uh might be- not be because i thought this was shun shun from earlier no i don't think it was because he was because he was still wearing a schnood Oh, maybe it was. Okay, well, we're learning. We're getting to know yeah. these characters. There was a lot to take in in but, a very short time. Again, they I know it they had very similar hair as well. They had both very similar hair. And again, through just having a pre-tape, yeah. you can't really tell because, you know, Shun Shun is still a taller guy. Yeah. But... Uh, know, it's a shot like a narrative TV yeah. show. So you get close up of his face, you kind of get shot some pans up yeah. his feet. So it's very such. difficult to distinguish. So yeah. I think it makes sense that because they always... Can they dis- shoot it badly so we can learn more? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's a bit of paper on the floor and writing on it, which I'm not sure what it is. No. But um, I assume just means 
you've missed your train. Something along those lines. I wonder whether it was a threat or a demand or mm. something. Cause that's how it kind of comes across. So, um, lad with the hair, let's say, yeah. <laughs> opens the door. And a dude that looks a lot like Masato Yoshino, but isn't Masato Yoshino from Dragon Gate, holds up the paper and shows it to him. So there's obviously some significance yeah. which we don't quite understand yet. So it's time for our main event of the evening. We've got Captain Ataru. Oh, maybe I got these names wrong. Uh, we've got Captain Ataru and Guan Yu. Is that right? Captain Ataru is Achilles Ben. Okay, good Captain stuff. Achilles Ben or Daben. Okay, and his tag team partner? Yeah, got that one right. Pronounce it for me. Guan Yu. Okay, good. Little Guan Yu. Little Guan Yu. Uh, T-Hawk, who I know from Dragon Gate, and who we think is called Giant Spirit. Giant Spirit. That's, again, I, I, that's the only one I couldn't find. Okay. So, um, what's the captain's actual name? Achilles Ben. Achilles Ben. Okay. Yeah. Try, I can remember that. Ben. I have to call him Ben. So, I think Ben is the guy that lifted up the bit of paper in the promo we just saw. Because yeah. he looks a lot like Masato Yoshino, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I wonder whether that is him or not. Uh, basically, he's ripped as fuck. <laughs> like, he is crazy. jacked. Yeah. And, and he lets people know during his entrance... For sure. So again, with the the areas of grey with the characters, I wasn't sure whether he was a heel or a face when he came out because he's kind of shaking hands with everyone at ringside. Yeah. He's making a big effort, which I assume would be a face thing. But then he's flexing and showing off and doing the match and being a bit heelish at times. You say he shook hands with everyone. There was one part where he went to shake someone's hand and he pulled away oh, did just he? one person and ah. then went and did like the handshakes of everyone else. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention enough, you know. Um, but yeah, yeah, absolutely great. He needs a cake, doesn't he? <laughs> he definitely needs a cake. Him, him and Pac just need to go and like have a KFC. A full gear challenge, mate. You're looking good yourself, dude. You're on that full gear challenge at the moment. Thicker but thinner at the same time, uh, you know? I'm, I can own it all to my coach, my close <laughs> personal friend and winner of Super Quiz Cup 2. It's not even a spoiler. It's going to happen. Oh, oh, you haven't won the second one yet. Yes, I flipping am. Be aware. It's going to be a little harder this time to win, I imagine. <laughs> We'll see. Why are you going to help Mark Blake again? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he shakes hands with everyone at ringside flexes, and some of the ladies at the ringside look very happy to see him. And who wouldn't be? Exactly. <laughs> I'm very aroused. Uh, this is the moment I noticed the armchairs. We've already talked about that. So going to assume this uh, Guan Yu lad is his tag team partner as he comes out. Uh, he has a staff and really kind of cool face paint, yeah. like Kabuki almost sort of face paint. Um, and he does some cool spinny stuff with the staff, which is very impressive, but slips a little bit on the cocaine <laughs> yeah, from earlier yeah, with the cake, yeah. but pulls it together so well. And, like he rescues himself. Like yeah. that's pretty impressive. Like I would have fallen on my ass. Big old professional. Here. Yeah. Gets a few little giggles from the crowd, but he, he doesn't try and cover it up too much. He kind of has a laugh, has a smile and kind of gets in the yeah. ring, which I think if, if this happens to you and it's not, really your fault it happened because of all the shit all over the floor from the cake previously you've just got to go with it yeah see Titus O'Neil <laughs> well when he got in that ring and started stiffing the fuck out <laughs> of me boy, like, that's not how you handle this I especially like though after that on that Titus thing when he was in the rumble this year and he managed to make it in the ring and the big pop he got for just uh, making it into the ring that was hilarious <laughs> it was good times man um, so both uh, guys in the ring currently have the mic and they're talking to each other no idea what they're saying? No idea. Good stuff. So out comes T-Hawk. Who I recognize, obviously. Uh, T-Hawk is a reasonably big player for Dragon Gate over the years. He's done tours of Mexico and such. Um, but he is just really, really solid. He's, you know, that, that was going to be the word. Chiseled and solid. For he's, sure. Man. Yeah. Like you can tell as he comes out, he's got all the confidence in the world. Yeah. He knows if something happens in this match, he's the guy that's going to pull it back together, be the guy to push them forward to make sure everything's happening the right yeah. way, you know? Um, so we get this ominous music, which is very good. It's a lot like the music when Mike Tyson used to come to the ring. Oh, yeah. And the chains nice. and the boom, which I've always thought would be a great entrance for a heel. 
So I'm not sure whether he is a heel or not at this point, because obviously it's a new entrance. Uh, at least it is for me, it's new. Yeah. Um, but he's standing, the commentators say this in English, so it's a bit easier. Standing at six foot tall, the biggest wrestler in Asia, who we think is called Giant Spirit, because we don't quite have his name yet. But. Also at this stage, the biggest wrestler in Asia, Great Carly's like, hang on, what? <laughs> oh, sorry, they said wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking A. So, um, the crowd goes silent for his entrance, which is really spooky. And yeah. Good, oh, like, yeah. Bit of a change in character. Like, I like this. This is good. So, uh, Grand Yu and Giant Spirit in the ring to start. Giant Spirit no-sells a lot of Grand Yu's offense, as you'd imagine he would, is the giant kind of yeah. big show sort of character almost, you know, like early big show, not later big show. That's fucking terrible. Because <laughs> <laughs> big show would have had like 12 turns already in this match. <laughs> For sure. We get a lot of examples of the Dragon Gate Lucha no-tagging thing if you're in control of the match here, which I was like, oh, so we are doing this more and more. Like, it's nice to see that yeah. in the ring. Um, I guess at this point, we talk about how this mix of styles. We've got elements of Dragon Gate, We've got elements of like Shaolin and kind of like Kung Fu and such. Lots of elements of kind of westernized wrestling as well, as well as kind of Japanese wrestling. Like this is... Really interesting hybrid, isn't it? Really interesting to see how it's going to develop over the next few years and see what starts to become more like the priority of some of these guys. But I think with Seema at the head of it, he's, he's very good at making sure there's characters and developed yeah. like um, movesets and such because Dragon Gate had a big problem for a few years where everyone kind of did the same sort of stuff and it was good and it was really got a lot of pop and a lot of big like um, attention but then they started to like not be able to quite tell the stories and they lost a bit of traction to like New Japan and even Noah and All Japan Yeah. so I think he's learned from his mistakes and he's going to keep these guys as like really firmly established characters who do you think approached who? do you think AEW approached OWE? Or do you think Seema approached Daniels through their their history together, basically saying, we'd like to do something? Well, you think about the guys from AEW that have been in Dragon Gate, like the box have been over to Dragon Gate, they've wrestled on. Like, I, I, one of the UK shows we went to, it was actually Seema and the Young Bucks as a trio. Oh, uh, okay. It was fucking incredible. It was against Pac, Naruki Doi, and Masato Yoshino. That'd be crap. One of the best <laughs> matches I've ever seen in my life. It's the first time. You know that spot? Where like you know they're running the ropes and they go to the corner, yeah, and then one guy will jump over the corner to the outside and land on the other guys, like, like uh, jumping over, over his opponent. Part, yeah, that's the first time I ever saw someone do that. I think it was Nick Jackson or Puck. I can't remember, but yeah, that's pretty damn fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, by the way, that's one of the greatest atmospheres for a wrestling show I've ever been to. We should definitely do that at some point. Oh yeah, definitely. It was it was the second Dragon Gate UK show in Oxford. Okay, a really good. Put on by um, oh FWA Academy trainer Mark. Sloan. Thank you very much. God bless you, Mark Sloan. One of the most underrated people in professional wrestling. Um, so again, the match here is really solid, but nothing quite amazing yet. It feels like these are, again, some sort of trainee guys, especially Giant Spirit. Doesn't quite have his stuff down as of yet. Yeah, but that, again, that's classic wrestling booking. He's big. Get him out there. Yeah. He definitely wasn't doing the high spots that you kind of maybe thought no. he would do from the other examples. He's staying on his feet, doing lots of striking, lots of big power moves and such. Like, I fully yes. approve. Can't get him off his feet, as it should be. For sure, man. Um, it seems like they're trying to get Giant Spirit over as, like, maybe one of the top guys. And I, I imagined, I bet you anything, when they have that final, like, match for the championship, whatever, Shaolin Monk, Giant Spirit. Oh, good shout. What a solid story that could be, yeah. you know? Very small, very talented, interesting character, lovable against big, evil, giant heel yeah. character, you know? Well, we'll see how it goes. So, um, T-Hawk does the violence party in the corner and Super Dragon's legacy lives on. God bless you. <laughs> 
a few, a few it's a few sloppy moments here and there but yeah. generally the match is very very well done T-Hawk bails them out a couple of times to help them out here and there. Um, obviously, the experienced guy doing his job. We get two massive choke slams by Giant Spirit to grant Guan Yu for the one, two, three. And your winners in our main event of the evening are Grand Spirit and T-Hawk. Do you think he did the choke slam twice for effect, or do you think he did the choke slam twice because the first one was a bit sloppy? I don't know. I think they, I think it was for effect. Yeah. I think because um, the first one was dross. Yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah. But, and again, if that's the biggest criticism I've got of this show, well, the first Chokeslam he hit wasn't great. But the <laughs> second one he hit was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I think... Uh, I know the Chokeslam is a move, like take a cane, big show, etc., etc. And it's a giant's move or whatever. Yeah. I'd like to see him do something else. I'm a bit over the whole Chokeslam as a finish. STF. Just <laughs> <laughs> puts on a chin lock. He's yeah. like, here we go, boys. Off you go. But again, it, it's, it's, it's fresh. It's fresh to that audience. And again, if you look into things like Dragon Gate so, yeah. and New Japan, I mean, I know a couple of people in New Japan. Ah, oh, someone subscribed. Hello, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> the first time that's happened live when we've been on the broadcast it as has. well. Yeah, Amazing. appreciate that. Cheers, man. Um, but I wonder, woman, whatever. It's fine. I, I wonder if, um, again, it's because you don't see many choke slam. Did Cody Hall do a choke slam in? Because he did raise his edge at some point, didn't he? In, Poor, in, in New Japan, I only saw a little bit of his stuff with Bullet Club. Yeah, you know? I never. I don't think I ever saw him wrestle for New okay. Japan, to be honest. But then it's 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 a new move, and again, and if they're trying to say, oh, we've seen these big guys in the in the Western promotions do these big power moves, these big choke slams. But he said, what I'd really like to see him do is just do a really nasty power bomb. Yeah, that would be really good because I don't think he'd struggle to lift the entire roster to do it. You know what he needs? TKO to sleep. Jesus. <laughs> you can have my finish, mate. It's all good. <laughs> I think someone's already taken it. <laughs> Fuck you, Ricochet, you bastards. <laughs> Do my fucking move I invented on fucking... Yeah, anyway. Uh, so cut to a table of some sorts after this, like a display table, yeah. like a match graphic. Maybe next week's card or the show results? That's the show results. Okay, good. I like that. Yeah. That works for me. Like, there's something different. Again, like, how would you do professional wrestling if you'd never seen professional wrestling before? I would definitely have stuff listed at the end to try and get to know the characters and who won and making it a sporting event. You yeah. know what I mean? Totally into that. Um, so we get the end title graphic and we're out of here. Again, I've written down my thoughts quickly. So really, really entertaining. Really, really fun. Considering there was a lack of Dragon Gate guys in the show deliberately because we knew they were kind of involved with the promotion. Um, incredibly high caliber of technical wrestling on this. Yeah. Like really threw me. Um, main was a bit meh, but they did what they needed to do. Um, hilarious moments. Solid wrestling. Better than a lot of indie shows we've done on this. And yeah, like definitely. A lot of other stuff. Only an hour. They crammed a shitload of stuff into this. Um, yeah, with time and experience, this company will be something special. Solid. The roster is solid as hell already. Like they've got guys yeah. they can work with. And, and as, as we said earlier, when we said at the start of the pod, they're investing heavily in their talent. Yeah, it seems to be. Which which is nice. And again, the um, what we didn't see um so far. So, so J Cafe mentioned dealing with um. Bugatti and Maserati, sorry, Nick Bugatti and Maserati, who are the power couple from Vegas. They've never been to Vegas. <laughs> okay. Are they Chinese? No. Okay. <laughs> but it's they've they've started to get their defined character. So a lot of the Western the Western wrestlers have come in with predetermined gimmicks. Right. Um, I think it's because what they've been familiar with on on independent circuits and know what would work for them and something different into a new market. If you've never really seen pro wrestling before, like you need someone to help you along well, with. Think, like you with know? JKFA being a hipster character. Yeah, Nick Bugatti looks like um, how's best to write? It's like a superstar Billy Graham meets Stevie Richards okay, kind of cool, character, cool, and nice. Maserati is just a tough female butt kicker. Oh, sweet, cool, cool. Um, but yeah, I'm. I really enjoyed this. Obviously, 
I watched some of this leading up to doing commentary for it. I watched this show um, over the last couple of days. And it's just all the shows I've watched and the show I'm doing commentary for for Saturday. Yeah. It seems they always finish with a multi-man okay. or a tag. Because like the multi-man that I've got for this Saturday's episode is like 12-man tag. And there's no way I'm going to have to call the names or get that right. <laughs> in it. But one-on-one action... Clearly, what a maneuver! <laughs> Which was thrown in there, <laughs> by the way. One on one action is definitely a lot stronger than the multi man. Okay. I think. I think through what I've seen so far and what we've seen from this is show, is this your preference, or is this like you know? I love tag wrestling. Okay. Uh, I think that what they're doing with the tag wrestling, as you said, they put the exper- one experienced guy and a couple of greener guys to learn from them. Yeah. So rather than having the two experienced guys do the one on one like we had with um, Torito and Jay Cafe. Where they were quite experienced. Wasn't going to say his name. <laughs> to join it. <a> nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, the more experienced guys have the one-on-one matches. Yeah. Um, and then they let the multi-man matches where people get the chance to learn. Even from the opening contest where you had um, Shun Shun against um, Liu Wei. You had DZ on the outside trying to learn to be a valet and learn to build something in. So it's... Yeah. it's I wouldn't say it's as low down... Oh, low down's the wrong word. As a developmental... But it's it's a program that allows. Down. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a promotion that's going to allow people to learn on the job. Yeah, for sure. Which is nice. So they're going to have people like you said with people like T Hawk and DeBen to pull them out of things. And in a giant untapped market as yeah. well. It's really interesting to see where this is going to go and develop into. I think because as you said, with Seema learning from previous mistakes from Dragon Gate, it's going to be a very successful promotion. Possibly more successful outside of China than it's going to be. Maybe in China, yeah. but if they can get into homes, because of this, the, the the population of China, that the volume of people who can have eyes on that product to make those guys superstars, the yeah. potential is limitless. Like if you could just get like ten percent of like China watching this product, yeah, think of the numbers and like the potential for uh, touring shows and merchandise and all sorts as well. Yeah. Especially if you can like kind of try and infrastructure more of the Asian market as well, more of the Western market for sure. Yeah, and talent agreements so we've seen this with some of the um the the u.s indies as well and so yep. some of the bigger promotions they've got talent agreements in place we're going to see this more of other promotions and i think in asia there are five big promotions and i think owe is going to be i'm trying to think which five uh, i can't remember off the top of the head but there are there are five main promotions who've got tv four japanese one chinese uh, I know. Th- I, I, th- I think there are a couple. I think that, that we'll class three Japanese to. Uh, well, I think there's one from Hong Kong, which Ho Ho Lun is involved with. Okay, interesting. Um, keep an eye on a few bits on my social media. Okay. There may be some other dabblings of other promotions. Good stuff. Um, but yeah, I think OWE. He Williams on Twitter. <laughs> I think OWE will continue to grow. I'm wearing his t-shirt. <laughs> Which you Sorry. can't buy off Amazon. Like, you can buy our World of Wrestling Podcast t-shirts off Amazon. Send us a PM if you want a Tax Williams t-shirt. I'm sure it will gladly send you one. <laughs> I definitely don't have loads left in the boot of my car. But I carry everywhere with me. <laughs> the petrol mileage, right? Anyway, sorry, OWE. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be... If it carries on this trajectory, I think it's definitely going to have a niche following. Yeah. I think it all depends on their distribution with AWE and how much involvement they have. It's how popular it will become in our market. Cool, cool, absolutely. Um, again, like, uh, let's give this a cornflake rating. So it's an hour-long show, like a TV show. I love this five cornflakes. I'll give it a solid four. Yeah, much more insane than I ever expected it to be. I expected this to be sloppy as shit. I expected there to be a lack of narrative and stuff for a young promotion, and but they just went for it. Yeah, really, really solid, really entertaining. 
Um, I need a solid, big, one-on-one, narrative-driven match to be five stars for me. Five yeah. Damn but, it, Meltzer. So, <laughs> you know? it, it definitely needs the storylines, but I think while they're establishing talent and just putting on really good, confident wrestling shows, te- yeah. training people up, I think then when, as you said, when they get the belt in, that's when you start going to have compelling storylines. Cool. And again, the the tournament to tag with Seema at AEW, uh, AEW, I think that's going to be another, another good little thing for them to have on their shows as well. Sure, man. Right. Should we call it a night? Yes. Okay. Good 90 minute pod there. We got through it. That was good. Yeah, <laughs> good. Uh, social media links. Where can people find you? So uh, mine is Rich Be Thy Name on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at the Tex Williams on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow the pod on World of Rest Pod on Twitter. Um, Worldofwrestlingpodcast.com is the website with everything. Buy a t-shirt. The links are in the description right now. They're all on the website as well. So if you have any troubles, or just go to Amazon.com or Amazon.co.uk and you can order from there. Just search World of Wrestling Podcast. You'll find it immediately. It's top of the list, which is just amazing. To yeah, me. yeah, it's crazy. yeah. Uh, yeah, really cool. Um, what are we doing next week? Have we decided on something we're going to do next got a, week? We've got we had a schedule. Mm. Is it Oh, next week we might have to take a break because it's my birthday. Next I'm... week we might have a break. Yeah, we'll let you know. There you go. Subscribe. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to have nothing next week. Um but, but again, if if we don't have a show next week, make sure you check out what we've got in the archives. Yeah, buy a t-shirt. This thing right here. Go to Amazon.com and buy it now. We'll get new cameras and new microphones and everything. It'll be amazing. Thank you very much. And if no one buys the t-shirts, we're going to buy them anyway. It's going to make it look like we sold loads of (laughs) (laughs) t-shirts. Fuck that. No way. (laughs) So uh, let's just leave you with uh, this announcement again. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Goodbye, everybody. Super Quiz Cup 2. Can he do that, Joey?